maybe you may or may not know this, but this podcast used to be called Momillennials. Um, the reason I've transitioned it to Own Your Story, Own Your Life is simple. My common theme for the past three years, as I became an entrepreneur, as I became a mom, and as I transitioned into really、um, a leader and a creator in terms of everything that I do with my time, effort, and existence, has been that I have owned. Up to all of my BS. Now, the stories we tell ourselves, the narratives that we say to ourselves, that talk to us on the back end like a broken disco record.、Um, that's the stories that I have had to bring out into the light and shine a spotlight on. And the reason that I've done this is because I've been surrounding myself with brave and courageous souls who have been doing the exact same thing. What they've been really doing is they've just been owning up to the shit that they've gone through and and accepting it as part of who they are and moving forward regardless of shaky hands, imperfect action, fear, fear, you know, not not having support. It didn't matter. So, who I want to really showcase here and the stories that I want to showcase in here is. Really, people who are just not putting up with their their own BS, who have been exercising their courage and brave muscles so that they can become better humans, and that is the people that I want to really bring into the space. So I'm really excited to jump off the cliff with you guys by sharing my story of what it was like to go from a powerless victim of circumstance to someone that authors and creates her life. So welcome to my journey. My name is Jocelyn Tangarife, and I'm excited to have you for the next 45 minutes in your ear. Hopefully, giving you the motivation, the back end look at what it looks like to fearfully move through and do the right thing for yourself. Oh my God, guys! Where shall I start with you? I have been literally feeling like the universe has been holding me and supporting me for the past eight months, nine months, and I feel like I'm just living in this bubble of bliss. That I never wanted to end, honestly. So I'm really excited to to be doing this podcast episode because when I tell you that I was living my life like a powerless victim of circumstance, it's an understatement, a complete understatement.、Um, So let me share a little bit of what's been going on in my life lately.、Um, so I'm in the process of writing and publishing my first book.、Um, I'm actually hosting live readings, and this week is going to be reading number four. So I'm really sh- excited to be sharing that with、um, the people that come and want to be a part of this journey. Because my goal is to publish this, or at least have the manuscript written before I turn 30, which is. In a couple months, so I'm really pushing the deadline, but that's how I work. <laughs>、um, so I'm really excited about this, guys, because this undertaking, I feel like this big aha moment just like slapped me across the face. But it was 29 years in the making. I mean, I've been a reflective 
creative soul my whole life but to to get to this point where I can call myself a writer and say this is where I feel so much in flow so much in in like the goodness of what I am it took a long time um so giving you a little bit of a backstory I literally started writing when I was 17 years old. I decided to start kind of recording my life. And the reason I did that was because I did not understand why I kept like not remembering a lot of beautiful memories in my life. And what I later found out was that due to my trauma, when you try to forget stuff in your in your past, well, you get so good at it that you're brain basically doesn't choose what's good and bad it just starts deleting shit so from that moment on I said okay well I don't I I never knew it was from my trauma I just decided I want to make sure that I can record this because I was in university or I was going to university at that point and I wanted to like really really enjoy my journey and also be able to remember it and and find a way of being reflective in a in a way that I can come back and look at it so this this started a while back and um I'm 29 years old now and it came through a lot of sharing a lot of digging I feel like an anthropologist digging and trying to find what I was good at this whole time and it was kind of already in my face if any of you know me I have like at least 10 journals that I have been collecting over the years and those journals have been something that I've I've made a ritual in my life to write and keep track of of what's going on in my life and how I feel and it's been a a wonderful way of keeping those memories alive within me Um, but now I've been pushed as my writing is as I kept sharing my writing with some close friends to share that with you guys Um, and that's where this book is coming out of it's coming out of a want um to basically literally author my life (laughs) to become the author of my life which means i have to go back in time dig through all my memories dig through all my journals and share them in a way that feels good that feels raw and honest and honestly it's turned out that my story is not just mine but it's a story of many women who feel that they never um their reality was never seen their their traumas were never acknowledged and i guess my purpose in this is to to be brave enough to be the one that says i'll say the truth and so many women are raising their hand beside me as i as i tell my truth that it just feels like it's a it's a it's a community effort it doesn't even feel like it's just me on this journey so it's been a very beautiful journey and i wanted to share that with you because that's the journey i'm on right now and before i take you back and take you through a little bit of my story of what it was been what it's been like to go from a powerless victim to really really authoring this and the culmination of this book is really holding it in my hand and ultimately stepping into my new reality which is like I am the author and I am the creator of everything that happens around me and that I have a lot more say than I have given myself credit for and that I think a lot of us have given ourselves credit for when it comes to the way we live life the things that we do the choices that we make the people that we date the mistakes that we we make and the beauty of this is that once you own who you are and you own that story even if it's good bad ugly shameful whatever it is that you feel about it is that it loses its control over your life it doesn't it no longer tells you how to live you can make different choices and you can still make more mistakes but you are going to start your journey to curiously curiously uh, curiously 
I don't know if I said that right, but bear with me, guys. You're going to learn real quick that mm, sometimes I get tongue-tied, and it happens, so just stay tuned. <laughs> that you, you start to inspire curiosity, and that's the curiosity that's going to lead you to really, really, really discover who you are. Because you don't know, I started on this journey having no fucking clue who I was. I, I literally was so lost looking for my place in the world and i still am i think we will always i will always be looking for my place in the world but now i look at it as a different thing i don't look at it as i'm looking outside of me i'm actually looking within me for my place in my in this world that that i was put in so it's been a wonderful journey and it's just beginning guys and i'm excited to share this with you um so part of part of my story is it's starting from, first of all, I'm an immigrant. I am originally from Colombia. I left Colombia when I was eight years old. And in my book, you will read a lot of the finer details of my journey because ultimately my book is about, It's that book is dedicated to the different versions of me that were looking for home in all the wrong places. The eight-year-old me who was so not seen and so not loved for who she was. The 14-year-old me that was like so much dying to be accepted um, and who was really trying to find her identity uh, when she was told that, you know, she wasn't university material and she wasn't academic material. She was college material by her counselor. Um, so it's been it's it's a dedication to her and i think it's a dedication to all the versions of us that that we kind of shape shift and we kind of put on masks and we live out these narratives that lead us like characters to dead ends or to or to things that we don't want to do so that's what the book is dedicated to it's it's about finding home in all the wrong places but all the wrong places let us finally to the right place which is ourselves and that's something that i'm really looking forward to sharing with you guys but going back to my story you know um i've made some pretty like i i I don't know if you guys connect with this but since i was very young i always had this internal voice that always told me you deserve better it's gonna get better and i had no idea where that voice came from absolutely no idea but i remember being like 12 years old my parents were fighting downstairs in our house and i literally was like praying to god because i was just like i can't live in this torture anymore all i hear is yelling and all i hear is like problems and everything's a problem and i just like i just i remember that voice speaking to me and saying like everything is gonna work out like you deserve better and like just you deserve better and I, that stayed with me for so many years and it still does to this day um where i've gone through ups and downs where i wanted to give up and throw in the towel or i thought that was going to be my life um where the voice would just stay strong and it says to me you deserve better and that's the thing that's kept me doing like very courageous very scary things that I had no idea how they were going to turn out, but I just knew that I couldn't stay where I was. So it has been in my drive, my driver. The fact that I never felt like I had a home has been my biggest driver in being able to do the courageous, hard thing. And that's what I want to tell you guys. It's like, I, I, I mean, I could always have looked at my story and seen it as a problem and seen it as like, this is why things are unfair. And trust me, guys, I have. Like, I always felt like I was just like, I was never 
super poor were were like, oh no, we need to help her. But I was never like wealthy enough where I could get by by myself or with my family. So I was always in the middle, get lost in the middle. And I think that, you know, when you get lost in the middle, you kind of have to figure out your own way because either you get comfortable being in the middle and being in that gray area or you aspire for more and for me i just never felt comfortable i mean when you don't have a foundation when you don't have a home when you don't feel like you have a sturdy thing to build from the bad thing is that it makes your whole identity shaky like your whole identity is is built on pieces right it's not even built on a foundation that you can say okay this is where i come from but the beauty of it has been that it has allowed me to shape shift and become things that i never thought i could become it's it's allowed me to the freedom because i have no nothing to lose i don't feel stuck to anything i don't feel labeled by a lot of things that for that reason i feel like i can pretty much just become what i want and that's where my story begins is because you know my i guess the most empowering thing empowering thing that's happened to me and and I, and i realized that as we go through life guys we have choices we have so many choices and each time if you can just if you can feel that the next choice is the big scary choice versus the comfortable choice that you kind of know i say go with the hard choice go with the choice that feels very uncomfortable because it's allowed me to break through some big barrier barriers internally and it's also allowed me to test myself and to test what who I am really it really has you know like especially when it comes to my love life and it comes to the people I let in my life I used to be very much like eh, whatever like I didn't really understand why it mattered who you picked to let into your life but i have a very clear understanding that that's not that's one of the most important things actually um is understanding who you let into your life and why so what i wanted to share with you guys today is my reason for being and the reason i was i felt like a powerless victim is i'll give you a short a short rundown of like how many times i felt stepped on and powerless but you know i was i was I didn't come from a very healthy home. Um when I was in Colombia, my father was very much an angry man, you know, and he did not and my mo- and my mother was just like the submissive wife. Um that's very common in a lot of South American cultures, but in a lot of cultures around the world where the father is the is the dictator and the mother is the submissive wife, and very much I grew up in that environment. So I was from the beginning seeing how women was being treated for just being a woman and how I was getting treated for being a child and who was meant to be seen and not heard. Um I experienced sexual uh, abuse as a kid i experienced hardcore bullying as soon as i came into canada which lasted for about 2 years that drove me to try to commit suicide when i was 12 and 13 years old and um it's and and these things in my life that have really impacted me through you know alcohol partying really like treating my body like shit um making bad choices with the type of men i let in my life and really getting into codependent attached relationships where it literally looked more like the video of Rihanna and Eminem where they're both just setting their house on fire um 
honestly. So I've, I've mean, I've gone through a lot. I've gone through the ringer and back, and and I know a lot of us have. And the reason I want you to know that is because in so many of those instances, I felt so powerless. I felt so lost like my voice didn't matter and each time i try to become something better but not for myself but for others as if for others it was more worthy of just for me so as i started doing this um kind of just changing masks as i grew to kind of like protect myself but also make sure that i was loved all it did was all it did was make me hate myself more because I was getting further and further away from myself as I rebelled against all the things that I thought I, I didn't want I also rebelled against myself you know and I became kind of my own worst enemy and self-sabotaged like every other day so so much of my search for myself especially after I became a mom was one of the biggest breakthroughs I think that we all have a moment where we just can't put up with our bullshit anymore I know we do. I know you have a moment. If you're here, you've had a moment where you can't put up with your bullshit anymore and you look at yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself, why the fuck do I keep doing the same things over and over again? Why do I keep attracting the same people? Why do I keep mismanaging my life? Why do I keep always getting drunk, blackout, like whatever it is, right? Why do I keep choosing the wrong men? Why do I keep dating psychos? Like why, whatever it is. You just get tired of your own bullshit because you realize that you, as much as you say change the relationship or you run away from from the problem, because I was a runner, guys. I used to travel so I can run away from problems. I'm like, oh no, just travel and forget about it. But you know what the common denominator always was? Me. So once I realized I couldn't run away from myself and that I was actually the problem, not them, um, I had to kind of quickly wake up and that actually happened to me uh, when I had my beautiful lovely god gifted um, <laughs> accidental baby uh, my Avalu who I love with all my heart and she changed the game for me because when you're a runner when you're used to being avoidant and you don't want to look at the problem straight on and you do absolutely everything like being a serial dater and like you know partying all the time and keeping yourself occupied and 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 out and about and moving so that you don't actually have to look at the root of your problems well let me tell you when you have a kid you pretty much have to sit on your ass all day for the first year of, of her life because she, she's probably she was breastfeeding your child was probably breastfeeding or not but still you had to be at home taking care of it and that just gave me a huge like in a moment where I literally wanted to run away and change skins and change my mask again I couldn't so I was forced through that moment of motherhood to have to sit in my pain to sit in my discomfort of being like uh I don't like myself like I make some very questionable choices and the second thing that made me do this start this journey because guys I don't think anybody wants to look at their at their pain and like their traumas and go back and be like oh let me take a look around here no literally you have to I think for me I had to I had to find a greater reason and a greater purpose for me to actually start looking but one of the things that really said a lot to me was one of the things I prayed for when I was pregnant was god I hope she's not a girl because if she is I'm gonna fuck her up like I know how hard life is for a woman and I don't like I feel bad for her and just as you know God gifted me a beautiful amazing smart 
little girl. And when I saw, because I didn't find out the sex until the day of her birth, when I saw that they put this child on top of me and they yelled, it's a girl, my whole face just went like, God, you have a sense of humor. Thank you. (laughs) And in that moment, I just freaking realized, I'm like, okay, Gisela, you can either say, sorry, boo, this is the world you get, or you can start figuring out how you can make a better world for your boo. And that's what I decided. I decided to embark on this journey of like healing myself, empowering myself. But most of all, it just started with me trying to find out who I was as a woman. And that was really tough because that was happening at the same time as I was trying to figure out who I was as a mother. And I felt really numb and I felt really lost. And I felt like I really didn't know how to define myself. And part of it is that I hate mold and I hate being put into definitions or being told what I am or I'm not and I realized that all these parts of me that were really important like my sexuality like expressing myself and and being a dancer and being someone that is a people person and being someone that considers herself smart all of a sudden took a backseat to my daughter um who took most of my attention at that moment and it was really hard to do it was really hard to redefine myself but This time I had a chance to do it differently because before each time I changed a mask, it was a mask going into another mask. So I would break out from one mask to just put on another one. And when I realized that, you know, these masks weren't doing me much of a favor, they would just repeat each, like, they were just giving me the same results in different people, in different situations, in different opportunities. And... I felt like I was still being left there powerless and every time I had to change a mask it was because I would run into the wall into whatever opportunity that came my way into any relationship that I felt could save me and show me that I was loved and I would come out the other end like bones being spit out into the into the ground like I would just come out pieces of me again and I was just tired of being broken I was tired of having to pick myself up every time and coming out more broken than when I went in so when I realized this I just had to take a deep deep look at who I was gonna be for this child that I brought into this world and one of the best things that I think I did was just listen to my intuition and my intuition very much said to me like I can do this. I can do this for my daughter. I didn't have enough self-love to start this journey for myself. That's for sure. I didn't start this journey for me. I'll tell you that honestly. I started it because I saw how fucked up I grew up. And I was like, I do not want to repeat this with my daughter. Like, I do not want it. And I could already see like patterns coming through. And I could already see the way I was falling into old patterns. And I was like, oh God, I can't. I cannot do this. So I started to just curiously, curious. I don't even know how to say I keep trying to say these big words that just don't don't okay I'm gonna stop with that but I just started to to investigate and and really like more than investigate I think that life has a the universe life God whoever you believe in has a beautiful way of setting you up in a way that makes you ask ask those questions okay and I remember feeling like there was no light at the end of the tunnel I wanted to run away from motherhood I wanted to run away from all my responsibility and be like I cannot do this I was not made for this but I didn't 
I decided I was gonna I was gonna look inward and I was gonna ask for help and I was gonna find something that was gonna be greater than me that somehow was gonna save me. Again, always looking for something else to save me, right? <laughs> and part of that as I gone through this journey is I've looked at freeing myself through money, meaning how do I work from home? How do I make more money online? How do I get a better job? How do I do all this stuff? And nothing fulfilled me. Like I was feeling very much like okay, I'm doing it because I want to free myself financially. And when you want to free yourself financially, you got to do it with the purpose of something else, not just cuz you want to free yourself financially. And I did. It's like bloody freaking hell like is this all there is just for money am i going to free myself and i went down the rabbit hole of trying to look for other people to teach me and to guide me and lead me and a lot and i met a lot of wonderful wonderful teachers along the way but i also found that i was my best teacher that i always had to come back to myself to really know what who i was see i got caught up in this self-help industry where we're looking for gurus, we're looking for expert expertise to teach you how to live your life, how to finally get what you want, how to finally say this is who I am. But nothing has proven to me more wrong than that. See every tool that I've used to free myself, to empower myself, to know myself has all led me just back to myself. So I want to encourage you as you take this journey with me of owning your story because this is what I want for all of you guys is to just own who you are, you know, regardless of who that may be and work through the shame of actually doing of of like what you feel because shame keeps us quiet, keeps us small, keeps us secretive, keep us it keeps us in the dark and there's nothing that can survive in the dark if you shed light on it. Okay? Like absolutely nothing. Like that's exactly what I did. I just shone so much light when it came to my my shameful parts, my parts of me that, you know, were confused about her sexuality. Was I into women? Was I into men? Am I bisexual? I'm still qu- rambling with those questions in my mind. Um am I, you know, am I a writer? Am I a marketer? Am I a coach? Am I all these things come into my mind and I feel Nothing can hold me back if I am being honest and I am saying actually I don't know if those molds at all fit me so I'm going to create my own. And this is the beauty of this podcast and why I want to and why I've called this own your story own your life is because this is what I am actually doing. I am just owning all the bits of me that feel very very hard to to love and I hope you guys join me on this book reading because when this book launches, it's going to be a big big healing thing for me and I know it's going to be such a big healing thing for so many women out there that will connect with the themes of coming home, of trauma, of self-healing, of self-love, of self-hate. Um a lot of self-hate and that's kind of the themes that I'm working with. Um but most of all guys, when I went from being really just a a powerless like victim of my reality or my circumstance i was feeling very weak and down and like everything was happening to me and it is through this process of of reading writing um hiring help hiring help to like 
help me dig dig deep working on my inner shadow working on my shame working on all these parts of me that were so unconscious prior to to my life um has really been a key key factor in in owning all of who i am you know the beauty of having journals that go way back is that when i read them i feel so much pain and love for the girl that was going through all the stuff that she did not because i'm better off now but because she just didn't know what she didn't know and i feel like if someone had grabbed her and said hey like it doesn't have to be this way maybe she could have looked into different options but we all come into our truths at different times and different spaces but and at the end of the day it is up to us to make those choices so as i started to step into my the author of my life here's a couple of things that helped me i learned a lot through doing okay a lot of us are waiting for the secret magic pill that's going to give us the answer to our freaking problems there is no magic secret pill there is no aha moment that can come unless you're doing the work unless you're on your knees planting that plant in the garden that plant is not going to grow okay and that's the way self-help is and self-development works is you gotta do the work yourself you gotta you gotta test out your own theories you gotta go head on and fearlessly or fearfully with your with your hands shaking with every part of you telling you this is so hard and painful and and i want to run away doing it anyway regardless of what that may look like so part of that is you know my journey has been a lot about learning you know, I spent the first, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a forever student. I'm a student of life. And I think that's one of my passions is always being a student of life. But, you know, through learning, you learn to empower your own voice. You learn to add more tools to your toolbox. And the beauty of that is that the more you add, the more empowered you feel that you have everything you need to be who you want to be. And there's a difference, guys. I don't just learn all day and do nothing with it. I learn, I modify it to fit me, and I apply. That's very powerful. So I'm not a lifelong consumer of content and learning and books and gurus. No, no, no. I'm very selective. I pick what I want to be, what I want to learn from, who I want to learn from, and I apply right away. That has been really, really helpful. And that's why I actually want to start doing book reviews on YouTube and summaries so that you guys can look at some of the books that have helped me along my journey um, to owning my voice and owning my story and being the authority of my life, because I think that is important. And then as you start empowering your own voice, you get you, you then can move on to owning it. Because empowering is just like nurturing it. You're nurturing that voice because you hear her, you hear her, him, but you're not there yet. You're not fully able to embrace them. And once you can, you start to embrace it slowly, but and slowly by giving yourself permission to be who you need to be in this world or who you want to be in this world, then you can start owning the truth. Then it doesn't hurt to say, yeah, I was like really being an alcoholic when I was uh, in my early 20s. You know, I was really being like an angry person. I did some like really idiotic things. You know, I, I put my life in danger in a lot of situations and I made reckless choices. And, you know, I did not give a fuck. And that's horrible because that's you not giving a fuck about yourself, you know. And but that's where when you can own your truth, there's nothing anybody could say to you 
that can rock you. They can't. It doesn't matter if they say you're a disgusting human being. It doesn't matter if they call you a slut, a bitch, or a bossy person. It doesn't matter because you know what? You say, yeah, I've owned those parts of me, and I was that person. And yes, sometimes those things served me for a reason. But I am working on myself. And when you can own that truth, no one can shake your core. And that's what I wanted to stop. Is every time I changed mask, I would come out pieces of. Broken glass at the other end, and I was tired of it. I was really tired of it, and that's the beauty of building the, your own foundation within you. The next thing that I did was, I was able to slowly step into my power. And guys, all these things work side by side. Some of them, there's like a greater version of that where it's like a longer version of that, which every all of us have, where it's like we're empowering our voice, owning our truth, stepping onto our power. You know. But there's every day you can do a little bit of this, of empowering your own voice, owning your own truth, stepping into your own power, and stepping into it means claiming who you are. Means saying, I am Jasala, and I am a creator. I am a writer. I am a mom. I am a human being that likes to try different things, that does not like to be pulled put into molds, and I'm gonna create beautiful things that are authentic to me and that are gonna serve the world at a higher, at a higher purpose. So when you can do that, then that's when you are really embodying all the empowering, all the nurturing you did of your own voice, all the owning of your own truth. That allows you to step so much deeper into your power, and that's all I want for everybody this time around. That we have this time to reflect, to be, to go inward. I I urge you to 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 do it, to get curious about who you are. For me. It's been a lifelong journey, and that's why for me the culmination of my life story, my book,、um, and everything working out the way it's been working out is me finally feeling aligned with my life purpose. And I'm not sure if this life purpose will feel be forever, or it might develop and change into something else. But I am not judging myself. I am following what feels, what gives me the greatest pleasure, the greatest impact, and the greatest like. That I feel I have a duty to do is to write my story because as I connect with women who have gone through similar journeys and they tell me, "Wow, I would not be brave enough to put that out there," and they say, "But thank you for put, sharing my story. Thank you for saying the things that I haven't been able to say." I have taken this book journey into. This is not a book for me. This is a book for us. This is a book that is giving all of us permission. To shine a light into the parts of us that we don't want to love or accept, or that we want to hide from everybody else. Now, the last thing I want to tell you why this process is so powerful of really owning who you are and going from being a victim of life to to the author of your life is that by changing, you want we all want to change the world. See, when I started, when we grow up, we're told you can be anything, you can do anything, you're gonna change the world. And we're always in search of how we're gonna change the world. We're always trying to do the, come up with the next innovative idea, come up with the next thing that's gonna change the world. But what I've realized is that the biggest impact you can do for this world is to change your world, to change your immediate world, the one that exists just outside of you. And that has been the most powerful. I've started going from the inside out, and it's been a life transformation. It's been a a transformation that I never saw coming. And so, the more you want to change the world, start with changing your world. Stop looking 
at the way you can have more impact. You know how I have impact? Is by being kinder to myself, by being more at peace with myself, by making more loving, kind choices for myself, by not following anybody else's agenda but my own. Because those little eyes that are looking, especially if you're a parent, they're not looking at how you, at what you tell them or how you tell them to leave, live. They're looking at how you're living. I catch my daughter doing stretching and exercising and yoga every time she's at her dad's house. And she'll call me and she's like, mom, let's do yoga. And I'm like, that's because she's seen me do yoga. Mom, let's have a dance party. That's because she sees that I have a dance party with her. Mom, let's do a bath time. Because she knows bath time is special. It's a ritual I give myself where I nurture myself. I bathe. I shower long. I do all the things that feel good to me. So for that reason, when that's the biggest impact I can change. When I see, wow, I'm changing the world, I am. Because I'm changing my, my world and my daughter's world. And that, just like the intergenerational trauma exists before me that passed down all that pain to me, Now I'm changing it so that the next generations that come after me change all that pain and turn that into love, into possibility, into abundance, into creation. So that's honestly why I wanted to do this so badly because I've never felt so aligned with my purpose as I do right now. And I hope that you guys get to this place and, and you will just keep being curious. The fact that you're here listening to this podcast already says so much about the type of people you are because you are looking for the answers. You are searching and that is what I did. That is how it starts. And that's the way that you will find clarity. It's going to come. Sometimes you're going to see the next step forward sometimes you're going to see three step forward but it doesn't matter i always say when you step up and do the scary fearful thing that you've been avoiding whatever that may be if you step up 50 percent of the way the universe god whoever you believe in is gonna step up the other 50 and it will be a divine freaking intervention i can't tell you how many of those stories i have where literally i just did the one scary thing and the next day i got connected with the right person that was going to help me you know I'll, i'll share a quick story but as i started to write my book i was putting it out into the universe that i needed to i want to connect with authors that are really living their life purpose by their writing and doing amazing beautiful life changing things and making and making a living out of their writing and i connected with this beautiful like uh new zealand author and she's just like 23 years old she's like super smart super talented and i i sat down with for three hours on zoom with her and had a whole conversation about it and she came to me because i just put out into the universe like i need to be guided show me my teacher and i am yeah and i hope to have her on this podcast to to share her journey with you guys of how she owned her story so she could own her life but you know that's just one example of the many divine things that can happen when you are really truly doing the freaking work of taking the brave courageous path which is not the easy path sometimes i explain this to my friends it's like when you're programmed to do one thing The courageous, scary thing is usually doing the opposite of what you think is right for you. You know, if I usually feel like picking up a glass of wine every time I'm, I'm stressed or unhappy, that means now I only pick up a glass of wine if I'm happy and celebrating something, for example. If I 
keep consuming all this Netflix and never and never and always just like lay in bed, consume, consume, consume. I do the opposite. I create. I create, I create, I create. So sometimes it takes literally taking action to reprogram who we are to make to start making the difference. But guys, this is so exciting. I am so happy you have joined me i hope you found this super useful please leave me a review please let me know if you enjoyed this podcast i'm gonna have some badass stories coming up for you guys i hope you enjoyed the first episode of season two and the beginning of a whole new podcast own your story own your life and i'm really looking forward to this journey as i undertake with the writing of my book but most of all, with sharing the stories of all these other humans who are doing the brave, courageous thing. Have an amazing one, guys.